This is episode number 293, The Importance of Small Wins. Welcome to the Sonia Looney Show. This is a podcast about how to live a high-performance life, spanning the categories of mindset, plant-based nutrition, and inspiring stories to help you be better every day. So excited to be here for another solo episode with you. And my goal of this podcast, my goal of every single piece of work that I do is that I want you to see your own potential and possibility in yourself through my stories, through other stories. And just through information that I provide, because the information that I provide has been something that's been personally helpful for me and also for my coaching clients. High performance is about your mind. It's about your body. It's about how you view the world. And it's not just about high performance in life. It's about fulfillment. It's about ease. It's about waking up each day and finishing each day, generally feeling good about the life that you're living. There are many foundations to health, which I've covered in previous podcast episodes, But what you eat matters and what you drink matters and sleeping matters and exercise matters. So that's why I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. Their supplement AG1 has over 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, things like probiotics and adaptogens to help you feel your best. I personally like using this after a workout to help replenish any type of stores that may have been depleted. And it's also just a great little thing to add in if you might be missing something in your diet. And I try really hard to be diligent about my diet, but sometimes when I'm traveling, it's hard to hit all of those bases, especially whenever you have to eat out all the time. So that's whenever I like using Athletic Greens travel packs. Most of us are also pretty aware of our immune systems these days, especially with what the last two years has been about. And as an athlete, we don't like getting sick because that means we can't train. And then if you can't train for a week or two because you're sick, that sets you back a lot more than a week or two. And also, if you have little kids, you probably are hyper aware of immune systems and getting sick. So I really like to ensure that my immune system is firing on all eight cylinders by making sure that my diet is good, but also by adding supplements. And this is another way that AG1 can help me and could potentially help you have better immunity so that you don't have to worry as much about getting sick. Vitamin D is actually integral for immune system health. And a lot of times we don't think about that. We think about zinc, we think about vitamin C, which are both certainly very important, but vitamin C also plays a role in immunity. And Athletic Greens also has a great vitamin D supplement. In fact, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. That's a lot, one-year supply, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Sonia. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Sonia to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And that also will support the podcast. So if you're curious about it, if you're already using it, go to athleticgreens.com slash Sonia, give it a try. Let me know what you think. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about the importance of small wins. Small doesn't mean insignificant. Small can be very mighty and very important and impactful. Small wins are possibly one of the most important aspects of progress, motivation, and confidence in our lives that are overlooked. How often do we overlook all of the small things that we do and all the small things that we accomplished all the time? But the reality is that they are the building blocks. They're the steps, the brushstrokes to building a masterpiece. No one just suddenly has a big flashy achievement, even though that's what it looks like whenever you're looking online, whenever you're reading an article, it just looks like somebody's all of a sudden achieving this big thing. But it's the many steps to get there that build resilience and character, not the achievement itself. 
And the irony is that a lot of people feel silly when they acknowledge something small or simple. We tend to rank small or simple tasks as not important and not impactful as just this little thing that we did and why bother spending the time to celebrate that. The reality is that small wins matter a lot more than you think. And I've learned this myself, especially in the last couple of years by doing it myself, but also with my coaching clients. The impact of small wins propagates so much further than the context of where that win was experienced. So if you did something small over here, it actually impacts how you view yourself and how you carry yourself through all the remaining time during that day and for days and weeks to come. So it's not just that small thing that you did. It's how it impacts how you carry yourself and what you believe you're capable of. The theme of small wins and the power of small wins comes up repeatedly with all of my coaching clients because at the end of each coaching session, I ask, what did you learn about yourself? And a lot of times people will say, I had no idea that doing something this small because they set small weekly goals, doing something this small would make that big of a difference in my life. And it's been really great to hear that from them because it reminds me whenever I look at my life that I need to celebrate those small wins as well. It's also come up in many podcasts I've been recording lately. I've recorded a bunch all at once. So that immersion with talking to so many people really close together and hearing this theme come up repeatedly has been another way that it's put it in the front and center of my mind. So I thought I'd pull it out and talk about it as its own topic in today's episode. Then you get to an even bigger question. So we're talking about small wins, but how do you define progress? So I just went to dictionary.com and the definition is to move forward, to proceed, or to develop a higher, better, or more advanced stage. So if progress is forward motion, improvement, and advancement, the next question is, well, how do you measure that? And progress is not the same as the outcome or the overall achievement. And again, progress is also not linear, as I'm sure you've seen that meme, how one line will be straight and the other one will be zigzaggy everywhere with all these scribbles. It would only make sense that you would measure progress by tracking these small wins because the small wins are the data points for your overall trajectory. So progress is small wins. And the irony is that we often don't take a moment to celebrate or track them. You might be thinking to yourself, okay, this sounds a lot like that adage, it's not the destination, it's the journey. It's true that small wins as well as the wiggles and the failures are the journey, but it's the wins that impact intrinsic motivation, the trust that you have with yourself, and the perception of your capability to reach for more. And what about those failures and setbacks? Well, treating yourself with self-compassion when you do have failures and setbacks is the key to bouncing back. It's what you say to yourself, but it's also giving yourself time to feel the loss, to feel the failure, but then deciding that you're going to get back up and get started again. And that was a topic of one of my recent newsletters. It was more specifically on how self-compassion is not the same thing as letting yourself off the hook. Letting yourself off the hook is actually self-indulgence, not self-compassion, and also how self-esteem is unstable compared to self-compassion. I've linked that up in the show notes. And if topics like that are interesting to you, you can go to sonyalooney.com slash newsletter and sign up for my weekly newsletter. So in a meta-analysis of 138 studies assessing the relation between progress monitoring and goal attainment found that progress monitoring has a robust effect on goal attainment and constitutes a key component on effective self-regulation. In other words, monitoring our progress is pretty important and it has great outcomes too. So if you're asking yourself, should I be tracking progress? It's an unequivocal yes. But again, most of us don't track the progress. We will just think about it in our head, but we don't actually do anything to look at the progress trajectory. There's tons of different ways that you can track your goal setting and your process to attaining those goals. And I covered that in my ultimate guide to goal setting, which is also linked up in the show notes. 
but it's finding one that works for you because everybody sort of vibes with their motivation and how they track things in a different way. Here's some examples. It can be on your own in a notebook, but having it be visual is helpful. It could be putting X's on a calendar. It could be putting marbles in a jar. It could be using a don't break the chain type of measurements, like with an app where you see a check every single day. And then the more check marks that you see, the harder it is for you to break the chain. Or you could do it with a coach or an accountability partner. If the idea of accountability annoys you, look at it as a celebration of what you've done, not the constricting feeling of somebody, quote, holding you accountable. Celebrate what you're doing. And back to that meta-analysis, if you're interested, there were several different ways of monitoring progress, things like measuring behaviors, measuring outcomes, whether it was public or private monitoring, and a lot more. And you can check that link in the show notes to that meta-analysis if you want to read it. I'll throw in a quote by one of my favorite authors, Paulo Colo. He said, The great victory, which appears so simple today, was the result of a series of small victories that went unnoticed. So we talked about how you can track small wins, but let's talk about how they actually matter. And it comes down to identity and competence. Small wins increase intrinsic motivation, but how? And a more nuanced point is that the way you feel about yourself after the small win is actually way bigger than the actual actions of the small win. And I alluded to that a few moments ago. It affects you in the other areas of your life. And here are some examples. So say you want to tidy up your house because you want to be the kind of person who is organized. And tidying up your house tends to be this thing that is the last priority, but it's something that you really want to do and you just keep putting it off and putting it off. And I've mentioned before, goals are about identity. So you may celebrate a small win, like maybe the small win is you hung art on the wall that's been sitting on the floor for months or that you finally tidied up your closet. And some of these I'm speaking from personal experience because I tend to leave art just sitting against the wall and it doesn't actually get hung. And then it wears on me, but I actually don't make the time to do it. But it's really how you feel every time you walk into that room and you see the art on the wall or see your organized closet after you actually got it done versus how you feel whenever you walk into that room and see the art sitting on the floor every single time or you walk into your closet and you see your closet looking terrible every single time. The after effect of that small win is much greater than your house just looking nicer or your house being tidier. You actually internalize that you're the kind of person who follows through with what they want to do and that you can depend on yourself. The feeling of your house being more tidy also gives you more mental energy. Every time you see a pile of stuff, your brain internalizes it. And on a subconscious level, it might actually cause stress or mental clutter. And that was something I learned a few years ago or maybe even longer. And it really stuck with me that the mental clutter can be related to the physical clutter and having a tidy space or even just a tidy corner that you look at where you feel physically relaxed. It actually makes a difference to your mental state. That's probably why a lot of us feel like good whenever we walk into a hotel room and there's no stuff everywhere. It just feels so good whenever it's, everything is just there and put away. So when you hang that wall art or pick up that pile of papers and unopened mail, because who sends mail anymore, <laughs> that's been sitting there forever, you actually free up space in your mind to be more successful and easeful in other areas of your life. It's not just the clutter. So again, going back to the really small win of I picked up the papers in the corner or I hung one painting on the wall. It affects you in other ways because it frees up that space in your mind so that you can have that in other areas that might create even bigger gains. Another example is about routine. Many people are surprised that they thrive with some kind of routine that is set. Like a lot of us live our lives in, in routines that we don't even realize that we're doing. You might have heard of the morning routine, like you always hear entrepreneurs talking about their morning routine. 
I honestly think there's a lot of pressure put on people for having a morning routine. So don't worry about that if that bothers you. But I'm just using it because it's an easy example. So, so some people's morning routine is, you know, one or all of these exercise, meditation, journaling, making the bed or doing something to start the day that sets them up for success. My morning routine is as simple as trying to make the bed every day, which doesn't happen every day and having my coffee. But the simple act for me of making the bed actually impacts how I feel the rest of the day. And I can tell on the days that I made my bed and the days that I didn't make my bed. Note that routines are not limited to the morning. If someone does a routine, again, it impacts their sense of identity and capability. It's not just about that small task of answering one journal question or making your bed. It's about how doing that one simple thing impacts how you function the rest of your day and how you feel. So if that one thing impacts how you feel the rest of the day, that there's a cascading and snowballing effect to that, and the dividends are huge. You can see how this might apply to other small wins, like cooking one healthy meal, signing up for a race, and the momentum that that creates, doing research on a new school or a certification program, drinking only one beer instead of three beers. Again, making sure that you are noting and celebrating these wins regularly, no matter how small, will be fuel to your fire and to your momentum. And it also will bring awareness that, hey, I'm the type of person that does this thing. And when I do this thing, it actually impacts how I show up for the rest of my day, in my relationships, at work, and even what I believe that I'm capable of. Some of these small wins are actually called keystone habits that affect everything else that you do. They're like the linchpin that creates momentum and drive everywhere else. Charles Duhigg in his book, The Power of Habit, Why We Do What We Do and How to Change says, small wins are exactly what they sound like and are a part of how keystone habits create widespread changes. And speaking of competence and intrinsic motivation, self-determination theory is the backbone of motivation, and it has three elements, autonomy, competence, and relatedness. So you can see how this competence piece fits into motivation and momentum in progress. A quick check-in you can do with yourself when you're tracking your progress that I think is also fun is, I am becoming. I'm becoming the type of person who, whenever you do that, it actually informs you of the changes that you're making, the ways that you're moving and shifting, and that you can change and that you can be better every day. Next, I'm going to talk about how small wins boost confidence. If you have signed up for my online course, the Moxie and Grit Mindset Academy, you have had access to that Moxie and Grit workbook. And one of the pages in that workbook is about assessing daily wins because those do boost confidence in all areas of your life. I've also mentioned that following through with your commitments is proof that you can depend on yourself. So the more you do the thing that you said you're going to do, the more confident you will feel when you want to do something. And if you like if you had a friend who made commitments to you and constantly broke them, you probably wouldn't think that friend was very reliable. You'd probably be pretty frustrated and not want to make plans with them because they're just going to cancel. But the thing is that we do that with ourselves all the time. We say we're going to do something and then we don't do it and we don't show up for ourselves. The repeated cycle of breaking a commitment and the internalized distrust that comes with it breaks down our confidence. Doing the thing that you said and then celebrating it and acknowledging or tracking it helps reinforce it. You, in fact, do keep commitments to yourself and then you are trustworthy. Following through instead of procrastinating or never actually getting around to the thing that you said you do is a muscle that builds upon itself. Think of how good it feels to actually do that thing that you've been putting off for so long and you wondered, why did I wait so long to get it done? And it feels like this weight's been lifted off your shoulders. The more you do it, the easier it is to get it done. And there are many reasons why we lack follow through. Remember that getting started is usually the hardest part. Motivation follows action. So get started to feel motivated instead of waiting for the motivation to get started. 
I first noticed this with riding my bike, especially during my first pregnancy. There was lots of days that I didn't feel like getting out there, but once I did, I was so happy that I did. So instead of making the goal to be to go out and ride my bike for a certain period of time, my goal was to get dressed and get out the door and get started. And then after five minutes, I could decide. I think James Clear, uh, author of Atomic Habits, calls this the two-minute rule. Just do something for two minutes and then decide afterwards if you're going to continue or not. That helps you overcome the resistance and the activation energy to just get started. And once you get started, chances are you're going to keep going. So here's a summary of why small wins are essential for momentum and confidence. You only climb a mountain one step at a time. Yes, we've heard this. Yes, but it's awesome to get to the summit of that mountain. But when we look back, it's always amazing how much distance we covered and see where we started from. Each step of the way and overcoming that feeling of wanting to turn around and give up, which happens to most of us in a lot of hard things. I can tell you that I can be winning a race and I want to quit the race while I'm winning the race. So it's it's really normal to want to give up. And not giving up over and over and over is what got us to the top. And yet we often just celebrate the top. What about the mile markers or lookout points? How can you create them on your own mountain so that you can celebrate them? And who can you celebrate them with? The small wins are the defining factor. So I mentioned that small wins as well as the setbacks are what define character and create resilience in our lives. So when you achieve something, you become a different person on the way there. You're not the same person you were when you started. You're not the same person today that you were yesterday. So it's a definition of progress in human form to develop a higher, better, or more advanced stage. Another point is that even if you don't make it to the summit, you still have made progress. I did a TEDx talk in 2015 about defining success at the highest mountain bike race in the world. And it was looking like I wasn't going to get to finish the race. And I, I actually did. But I said that it's about doing your best and it's about the person you become on the way there. Even if you don't make the final goal, you're still going to be a different person. You're still going to be proud of a lot of the things that you did and a lot of those small wins that you did on the way there. How many people have tried to climb Everest or Kilimanjaro and had to turn around even when they can see the summit in their view and they just can't go on further for a number of reasons? And the answer is a lot. You still made progress in your human journey. So how do we celebrate a win? This is something that I struggled with a lot because it felt like I was forcing myself to celebrate a win because I knew I should. And people often celebrate big wins with going out to dinner, buying something special or a bottle of wine. And celebrating the big wins, just none of those things really felt like I was celebrating. And maybe it comes down to a deeper reason of maybe I am embarrassed to celebrate or I don't think I deserve to celebrate. But it just felt weird to try to celebrate in that way for me. But when it comes to celebrating small wins, it doesn't have to be a big show. It can be as simple as telling someone that you're proud of what you did and having that person be happy for you. That's been effective for me. And of course, it's about finding what works for you. So finding ways to celebrate the big wins, finding ways to celebrate small wins, and making sure that it's for you, not because someone said, hey, you have to celebrate in this way. I've made a habit of telling my husband when I'm proud of something I did. And he started doing the same thing and just saying out loud, I am proud that I did this. Sometimes it sounds weird to even hear your own voice saying that you're proud because our society very much loves humble people. And it doesn't mean that you're not humble if you say that you're proud of something that you did. I also did it on social media recently as an experiment, and it felt really good. I, I said that I was really proud of my effort for what I've been doing with this podcast and how before my baby came, I spent a lot of effort re recording with tons of different podcast guests doing the hours of research for each guest so that the show would be uninterrupted for months after having the baby and I would be able to take a break. For me, saying out loud that I am proud of my effort and even expanding on how that effort is changing how I might view myself or my competence feels really good. So that's how I celebrate wins. 
pausing to celebrate, whether it be alone with a person, saying something out loud, or even with a special treat of some kind helps put a spotlight on what you did. So just finding whatever that thing is that works for you and just not giving up on that is a great thing to try. A lot of people who are achievement focused have a really hard time celebrating wins and they move on to the next thing too quickly or they don't acknowledge what they did or they'll invalidate their achievement in some way. That is one symptom of imposter syndrome, which I've covered in detail on this podcast and in my newsletter. I also covered why we belittle our success in that article, which you can find on my website at sonnylooney.com slash blog or sonnylooney.com slash podcasts. I'll include a quote from one of my favorite people out there, Coach David Roach from the Swap Podcast and he's Swap Coaching. He says, celebrate every little thing you can do in life, no matter what it is. Celebration gives you this freedom to try things and it gives you the freedom to fail. So not only does celebrating your wins help you feel more competent and see what you're capable of, but it gives you the freedom to fail, which is so empowering. I hope you can now understand the impact of celebrating small wins and that you're going to give it a try. It's not just that small wins are the building blocks to the big goals. It's much bigger than that. The small wins change who you think you are, what you believe you're capable of, and how you interpret new challenges, and also how you carry yourself moving forward, and also how you impact others. So I'd love to celebrate your next small win if that feels good. So send me an email. Tell me what your small win is, even if it's as simple as hanging a painting on a wall or taking out that pile of recycling that has been building up forever. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, for checking in every single week and either listening to a solo episode or connecting with one of my guests. Again, don't forget to subscribe to my weekly newsletter at sonnylooney.com newsletter if you like to learn about all things high performance. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with your friends as that will help it reach others. Subscribing and leaving us a review is another way to help the show reach others so that this information can find them if you think that it's helpful for you as well. As always, I'm with you on this journey of personal growth, adventure, and our mission to be better every day. I'll see you right back here next week.